here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. So here I am with my thoughts. I'm waiting. You, you get your balls out of your purse and come out here and face me like a man. It appears that you have more excuses than you have nicknames. Isn't that right? Big Daddy Cool Diesel. So now you call me. Whoa, whoa, hold up. Hold up, cerebral assassin. Say goodbye to CM Punk. All right. Hello and welcome, everybody, to the return after a two-week break of Shake Them Ropes. Rob McCarron here. Jeff Hawkins on the line. Jeff, hello. Hey, pal. I'm Vince McMahon, you know, creator of WrestleMania, owner of the largest sports entertainment company in the world. I'm a media conglomerate. Please buy my network. Please, please subscribe. Please, I'm losing so much money. Please subscribe, subscribe. It's only, there's 90% success rate. Please, pretty please. I enjoyed the uh, first ever Monday night network infomercial with wrestling matches (laughs) in between. Oh, it was so needy and so depressing to me that they kept on, hey, hey, you can watch a, Less than an hour's worth of the network if you sign up, if you just go there for free. You don't even have to give your credit card. It's like, what the heck am I going to do with less than an hour? The thing I didn't understand is if they were doing, uh, like when I first heard about the free trial of this network, I didn't care because I already subscribed. Yep. So I didn't pay attention to the details. I'm like, are they going to give you a week no matter when you sign up? Or do you just get to sign up and watch during that week? And obviously it turns out that you just get to sign up and watch during that week. So the entire night when they're doing the, uh, you can watch the Beyond the Ring premiere of the Best of Nitro. I'm like, okay, you can watch that. And then you get your free week. Not realizing that, that yes, they were building it up. So you would just get 60 minutes of free WWE Network. And, and people dismiss the no catch part, but it, it is an important part of the underlying message, and also possibly to yeah. <laughs> to, ca- they, to cater to cater to those who are less than eighteen who can't get a credit well, card. Yeah, and, but, and, but that but that's 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 part of the gimmick of these types of free things like Audible and and this network is that people will forget. Oh yeah. I forgot. I I've had my they have my credit card number, so now they're just going to automatically charge me when I don't yeah. really want to. You know? Oh well, now I just get to watch it for six months. Um, yeah, I, I thought taking away all the pretense that okay, we're trying to trick you into getting it. Like here you go, sign up for this week. Don't give us any information. You can be Osama bin Laden for all we care. Just sign up for this network. I know he's dead. Calm down. Um, 
yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, whatever, you, whatever works. If you can get people to watch it for a week and they like it and they subscribe, I guess it worked. But it did come off a little bit desperate. Maybe if they've been advertising it somewhat as much regularly, we wouldn't think anything of it. But because we have gone through these stretches where we'll hear about it every single minute of a Raw one week and then maybe one or two mentions briefly over the next three weeks, it it really comes at you when there's a big presentation for the network on a Raw like there was on Monday night where it's just every single segment had something to do with the network and you got the big spiel from Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler at ringside about the network for what felt like three minutes each. I mean, there was a lot of time devoted to this network on Monday. And hey, good for them. Get people to subscribe because I want this thing to stick around because I love it. <laughs> I'm just imagining Osama bin Laden trying to find Muhammad Hussein. <laughs> Muhammad Hassan matches. I can't find him in the keyword search or hating the rewind bar, which everybody hates. Talk about a guy who was <laughs> underutilized. Muhammad Hassan. I like that guy. Oh, I did too. <laughs> I, I thought he could have been something. Thought I got a raw deal, but uh, anyways, now the the problem is you're watching basically a three hour commercial as it is, especially on a go home show for a network event, pay per view, whatever the hell. Network you're call exclusive it. only no. can be seen on the network. Battleground, you cannot watch it anywhere else but WWE Network, except for all these other pay per view providers that we will not mention. And and at the same time, you're also getting the hard push for the network. So it's just, it's a double whammy of just, ugh, shut up. Call the match. All of this great content, Jerry, for $9.99. Oh my God, it's unbelievable. That was my Jerry even, Lawler impression. And you, can't, and you can't even really see any classic Jerry Lawler on there either. Which uh, you can watch his interviews on the uh, tragedy and triumph of WCCW. Okay. <laughs> Which I did watch for the first time on the network. So, hey, what are you going to do? You, and now I can watch the CM Punk documentary anytime I want to. I was actually watching that last night. I, I've seen the WCCW one, and I kind of prefer the non-WWE uh, one. Yeah, I haven't gotten to watch the Heroes of World Class yet, but I, I never had any interest in it until I watched the triumphant tragedy of uh, WCCW. And now I do want to go to uh, to watch that. I'm trying to seek out the Heroes of World Class. So far, I've not found it anywhere unless I want to order the DVD, and I don't know if I want to do that yet. It used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it's there. I know. It's not on Netflix anymore. I I actually went to Netflix first knowing that it was on there at one point, Um, but they've greatly reduced the number of wrestling content for Netflix streaming. Not just WWE, but wrestling content in general. Uh, Not as much on there. And 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 that's the other funny thing. Just bring it back into the the punk <laughs> documentary where oh where we're going giving, back into punk where, where 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 they're giving that the hard sell. Oh yeah. Of, of hey, you can watch this punk documentary, but we won't mention his name on Raw. Too- you are not to mention his name on Raw, but go watch that documentary and and see how we fucked or screwed that up. I'm, I'm allowed to cuss on this. I'm never sure. You can do whatever how you want. That, how we screwed that up. Two weeks in a row, by the way. That they've been pushing, and if you want to count the week before where they preempted it for the Vicky Guerrero special, really three weeks in a row that they've been pushing a big CM Punk show on a Tuesday night on WWE Network uh, with the WrestleMania Rewind special with him winning the two Money in the Banks. Uh, He has been a big part of the Tuesday night lineup on the last three weeks of uh, WWE Network programming. So all 
Yeah, that is what you would call a bait and switch, kids. All leading up to the eventual ending of CM Punk's contract with WWE. He is officially gone, Jeff. He has been moved to the alumni page on the website. He's in a happier place. He's uh, He's been gone for a while. We're in the mid-20s of uh, weeks of his departure, but now it's official. He is gone. <laughs> and who will replace his void? I got one name for you, Jeff. Kenta. <laughs> Kenta has been yet- signed by WWE after months of rumors, but they made it official on the uh, Japanese tour with Hulk Hogan calling him out and him signing a contract or whatever he signed right in the middle of the ring. But yeah, uh, pro wrestling Noah and former Ring of Honor cameo Kenta is coming to NXT. Oh, maybe they'll handle him better than they did Punk. I would doubt it, though, considering even from the get-go, they sent out Hogan and Jimmy Hart as opposed to, say, Triple H to do the signing. But what are you going to do? Well, Triple H was at MSG. That's true. But still, Hogan doesn't mean anything in this Ho- day and age. Hogan means more to Japanese fans than Triple H. Uh, you know what? What a moment. that Did you hear the... Hold re- on. Hold on. I, I need to retract then. Because okay. I think you're right. You, you I think you're right. I think you're right. Because well, they, 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 they... Slow down, Uso boy. Uh, I'm right about that, by the way. You're not right about that, I'm but nevertheless... Absolutely right about that. Go ahead yeah, with your point. Uh, well, Hogan... Japanese have an odd fascination with Hogan. Dun, 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 dun. It comes crashing down, and it hurts and it, inside. No, so I guess that would be a, a big deal. I, you know, I just, I think he's a commodity to be had, much like anything else regarding this company these days. It's not for the fans necessarily. He'll be brought in to teach style, maybe, or maybe he'll be doing oh, no. arm, oh. arm, maybe he'll be doing arm drags like Yoshi Tatsu four, five times a week. Well, but they, but they don't know how to push a foreign superstar. We've seen that already. I mean. They couldn't do what like the NWA did with Muda around they, circa eighty nine. They haven't been able to prove that they can capitalize on it. They did a pretty good job Hakushi, early on. Hakushi was mad over, and they blew that. They did a pretty good job with Alberto Del Rio when he came in, but when it came time to fully capitalize on his stardom, they couldn't do it. And now he's worse ever than he's ever been. He's less over. Yeah, but, Alberto could speak English. I don't even know. Yeah, Kenta- no, exactly. Kenta, he'll learn. He'll try. Um, and he probably speaks a little right now. Um, he'll get better. Kenta coming into NXT. I know there's a lot of talk. You know, Dave Meltzer wrote in this week's Wrestling Observer about all the moves he won't be able to use because they're basically associated with other guys now. He'll have to learn the entirely different style. He'll have to get better with English. There's a lot working against him. What is working for him, although this has been working for others who have failed, is that the fact that they want to create a foreign star. Can that's they do horse it? crap. That I, is hey, such hey. horse crap. No, that's, that's what's going on for him. I, I'm not saying I know we saw this with Sin Cara and we've seen it with Alberto Del Rio. And we've seen it with a bunch of other people. Is Just because they say they want to create foreign stars doesn't mean they actually put effort into it. But with this WWE network eventually going overseas in Japan, you would consider being a pretty strong audience for it. I will go out on a bold prediction right now and say that Kenta will be wrestling on the main card of WrestleMania 31. In a singles match? 
Well, let's not go crazy. I mean, there's an Andre, there's an Andre the Giant Battle Royal coming up. Oh. I'm sure. So, I mean, I'm just trying to say main card here. I'm not going to sit two out on the limb. Right. You know, they'll they'll get they'll probably give him some dumb stereotype gimmick, and he'll hey, be the he'll be the lost humanitori. I really, I really don't know about that because uh, I, they've been calling him Kenta on this website every single article, and they've come out with several now. Where they've yeah, been that, asking that, for people's thoughts. I, uh, that's a WWE website. They 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 cater to the smart smarky kind of fan anyway. So, I mean, they 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 do Ring of Honor articles on there. They they refer to Tyler Black at times. So don't 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 let that hold any water because nobody in television production hey, pays attention to the website. Hey hey hey, I'm just saying. Triple H pays attention to the website, and Triple no, H is the guy who's no. going to be in charge of this name. At least in NXT. John I, Kenta. Hey, even if he changes names, John Kenta would be awesome, by the way. <laughs> Kenta. Cena. The Battle of the Johns. Um, if Kenta he changes Kobayashi. names. Even if he changes names. I'm not going to rush to judgment and say that's an immediate bad idea. I mean, what kind of name is Kenta? It's just a name. No, it is. He can go to something else. They're going to because he's known as kenta outside but you know i mean he has a reputation outside the wwe and you know guys who have those reputations we we got to break them down a bit yeah but the difference is he he has a foreign reputation a big reputation in japan he's not a american indie star coming in who really cannot help the american audience into wwe yeah kenta might be able to help the audience a little bit in japan maybe i mean at least for the network uh, if he's going to be on NXT, which I see him staying on NXT for a while, if they are trying to sell this network, uh, he could be a pretty big deal. Will he? I mean, we have to wait and see because it's probably still weeks and weeks and maybe months before he even comes and starts in NXT. I mean, he's not there yet. So we don't know, no. but it, it's pretty exciting. I mean, I remember going, I've seen Kenta live quite a few times with Ring of Honor. Uh, he's had excellent matches here in the States. Of course, he's had excellent matches in a career in Japan. I mean, it's great. He's great. I just, I just, I've been hurt before, Rob, and I hear all these things about these great wrestlers who I know who come in, and oh, man, if they really let them do what they do, they'll be great, and they never let them do what they do. You know what, though? You say you've been hurt a lot of times before, and I'm sure that's true, and a lot of people feel that way. I really haven't. I, you know, when Mystico comes in, there's all this talk, oh, if they let him be Mystico, I don't care about Mystico. I didn't follow his career in Mexico. Daniel Bryan is a guy, oh, if they let him do what he's done, this guy main evented the biggest WrestleMania of all time. Slow down. It took a while, and look at what how they treated it him when he was there. It took four years. Well, I don't care about the four years necessarily. I care about the treatment going in there. It's he transcended despite all the obstacles put in front of him when they tried to ruin him. They tried to ruin that indie cred that he had that had us all excited. And and to me, that's, you know, you don't, sure, you praise them when they get things right, but you don't forget that they got things so wrong in the past. You, you don't just go, well, all's forgiven because they finally got one right. And we're not even sure they got this right, given his treatment once he won the title. So, I mean, I. Well, that's a little unfair just because they never had time. I mean, I, I know everyone hates the way, and I'm not saying I'm B a big plus, fan of the post-WrestleMania. B-plus player, B-plus player, B-plus player, small, scrappy, 
You know, and even when he, they had to announce his injury, it was kind of, well, it's because he's not built for the WWE. Yeah. And you're just like, F off. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 you know what? I, I try and I give the benefit of the doubt until I'm proven otherwise, but I'm always proven otherwise before they get around to it. They're on their own timetable, as we'll talk about probably with Cesaro. It's it's. It's freaking ridiculous. Cesaro's been, uh, yeah, but going in, Cesaro was never a guy I thought was going to be the top player. Uh, just... I don't. I didn't need him to be the top player, but what they're the, what they've done with him even since WrestleMania is absolutely ridiculous. So we got CM Punk out officially. We got Kenta coming in. Uh, we got a bunch of guys in NXT who might pop up on screen at some hey, point. Hey, Devitt. We got Prince <laughs> Devitt coming in. Maybe, yeah. If it, I, is it official yet? I mean, I, I know everyone assumes. Steen. Kevin Steen. His last show is Saturday night for Ring of Honor in Michigan. I might go. Possibly. Maybe. I don't know if Kevin Steen is a big enough draw for me to drive three hours to go see a Ring of Honor show, but we'll see. You know, now that Punk is is an alumni, A.R. Fox just dropped out of Battle of of L.A. Uh There's There's a slot open at PWG if he'd like it. For old times' sake, um, I don't think he's going to take it. I don't think he is either. But <sighs> you know what? On that note, because you bring up the Battle of Los Angeles, I want yeah. to go into this really quick. Battle yeah. of Los Angeles uh, is a tournament by Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. Happens in California yearly around Labor Day, mm-hmm. and they bring in a lot of the biggest indie names in the company. I remember when it was huge. I'm like the biggest tournament ever kind of up there with the TPI from IWA mid South. We're talking 2007, yeah. 2008, you know, oh, even, even maybe even a little bit earlier before. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah. All the big names come in. They had dragon gate names in for a while when I was going regularly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so this year, uh, one of the big names going in this year is, uh, the former Evan Bourne, Matt Seidel, Evan Bourne mm-hmm. was released by WWE. He's going to be in it. AJ styles, Kurt Hawkins among several names. They announced the first night lineup with the tournament matches. First and second night. Okay. Have you seen these tournament matches? Yep. I was fearful that they would do something like this. Evan Bourne, Matt Seidel, is battling Chris Hero in the opening round. Now, I guess there's a few people that would be excited about this. Do not count me as one of them. I think that's the worst possible opponent they could have given Evan Bourne on his first night in PWG. Why? It's Chris Hero. It's not the same guy. I mean, Matt Seidel's going to be flying all around. Uh, It's not a guy like Claudio Castagnoli who would be an awesome base and it would be really exciting. Chris Hero, and I don't know if you've seen the pictures of Chris Hero lately. Like, he's not in WWE shape. He's a little bit bigger. Um, I'm just... Not the biggest fan of this matchup. I don't even know if I can explain it thoroughly, but uh, you you think that that hero's lost a step or two? Oh, he certainly has. I I have to imagine he has. I haven't seen a match post WWE of him, uh, but I've seen the pictures and I th- I've seen th- the body transformation. I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I, I it's all about who Matt Seidel goes up against uh, in the next round. Um, but I'm just not a big. St- Fan, I, I think he's going to face like Roderick Strong in the next round, which could be pretty exciting. Okay, um, and maybe eventually Johnny Gargano or some guy like that. So it, it could be something. But if Chris Hero wins that first round match, then it's a complete disaster. 
to me. <laughs> to you. To me. I, if I'm going, I'm seeing these night one lineups and I'm like, oh, night two and night three better be a little bit better because there's just some bad style match matchups to me. You are entitled to your opinion. Uh, I am. And, you know, it's an opinion that's, you know, certainly <laughs> certainly mine, my own at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. That's PWG. That's that's Matt Seidel. That's AJ Styles and all those guys. Uh, yep. But we go back to WWE. Yes. All right. So we haven't been able to talk about the last couple of Raws. We haven't been able to talk about the last couple of SmackDowns. And nope. these shows really did feature the big buildup in a lot of storylines, especially going into Battleground and eventually into SummerSlam. Uh, without going into the shows segment by segment, because there's just not enough time in the world to do that. Biggest takeaways. What do we want to say about the last couple of weeks of WWE programming? I know you want to get into the uh, lack of a push or the uh, the botching of Cesaro, guys like The Miz and other other things there. But what's what's our first topic coming on WWE program heading into Battleground? Jack Swagger is a lot more over than I ever thought he'd be in this program. Absolutely. Jack Swagger. This match coming up at Battleground. Who is sneaky big. He's a big guy. No, people don't give him enough credit for how big this guy is and he's what he dude. does for his size because he's always in there with big guys. Yeah. But sneaky big. I've always thought he was kind of talented. Always needed a mouthpiece, though. That's that's his thing. He he needs he needs a mouthpiece, and I think this combination with Zeb is is perfect. He's wrestling Rusev on Sunday, and we'll get into our battleground predictions in a bit. But yes, Jack Swagger immediately when he came out for that confrontation three weeks ago on Raw with Rusev, the crowd got right behind him. They got right behind him more and more. Zeb Coulter spoke about being pro America here. Like, it, it's not a difference in character. I mean, this is the same character Zeb Coulter and Jack Swagger have been forever. Just they decided to, instead of focus on the bad Americans, they decided to focus on the, the pro-America side a little bit more. And especially Lana with Rusev. Lana's great. Lana's been great on the microphone. I mean, these two going at it, you could have no match. And I think people would still be super excited about this program because well, of what Lana and Zeb Coulter have been doing. Yeah, it's so funny because what was viewed as this is going to be a throwaway program now has some actual, albeit I'm, albeit nostalgic 1980s heat to it. I'm I'm sad that it could just you know be one match and then Rusev goes on to something else at SummerSlam. I I don't think they're well, I th- I think they're reconsidering. I, I think I, th- I think this carries over to SummerSlam. I think so too. Now um, we had some news uh, today before we recorded about uh, a plane crash in Ukraine and. What I'm interested in seeing on Sunday is if they play this up at all, any. No. I, I don't think they would. No, the, no, they, I think, I think oh God, I hope they've learned their lesson from, say, the Iraq war and, yes. and, and the Muhammad Hassan giving him another shout out on this show. Uh, but that I, incident, I guess, I guess not unless, so much. Unless you, unless you have Kozlov, who is Ukrainian, make a, make a comeback and then you explain it on TV. I, but, I guess not so much that they would talk about this event that happened in the news today, but whether or not they're actually going to go through, you know, putting the Putin picture on screen or different things like that. I think like maybe they'll, they'll tone it. it down a little bit. I th- I don't think she's going to cut a promo before the, before the, unless she's going to say stand up. I, I think they'll ignore the Putin thing, but uh, it's, it's going, they, they've been known, they've been known to have bad yeah, taste before. They so. certainly have. It, hey, it's, let's, let's have Miz interrupt the national <laughs> anthem. That'll be a great idea. 
they uh going into battleground here and this is going to be a theme for battleground for me anyway is all of the undercard matches that i'm more excited for than the main event mm-hmm. um but that's certainly one of them jack swagger and rusev jack swagger's been great uh they had the hitch you know the the bad timing of it was they were in canada the week after jack swagger made this big face turn so they couldn't really continue it there you had a quick little inset promo by zeb coulter but nothing else uh come back in richmond virginia and again the crowd's into swagger swagger gets some offense in on rusev kind of making you believe that maybe swagger has a shot here maybe uh maybe we're not going to get the quick victory from rusev that we're used to seeing mm. yeah mm. no I, i'm i'm thinking double count out or something to that effect let's talk about cesaro yes Former Intercontinental Champion. Yes. Is he, he is a former, yeah. Former U.S. Champion. Yes. Former or Andre the Giant Battle Royale winner. Former Andre, the, he's the current winner, but doesn't have the trophy because Jack Swagger, of all people, busted it all up. Mm-hmm. Still a Paul Heyman guy, uh, but it's questionable. Uh, it's questionable. Um, <laughs> I think, I think last week, uh, or I think Monday, it, uh, signifies at least if not the end, the beginning of the end. Well, we talk about how the web team doesn't really coincide with the, uh, TV team by any means, but they put up an article today on the WWE website. Here we are a couple days after raw with Cesaro talking about Kenta. And at the end of this questionnaire where this interviewer is asking Cesaro about his experiences with Kenta, they have a quote from Paul Heyman saying, I don't want my client talking about other superstars, blah, blah, blah. So at least in web storyline, Paul Heyman is still the advocate for Cesaro. Certainly on Raw this Monday, Cesaro came out with no Paul Heyman. The commentary tried to cover it up saying that, uh, you know, some people have seen him around. Some people think he might have quit or been fired or blah, blah, blah. Certainly they're taking Paul Heyman away from him for the next month to focus on what will happen with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. But after Brock yes. Lesnar is gone again, I mean, I, you know, I, who knows what's going to happen? Will it be the, uh, the invisible breakaway that we saw with the shield where all of a sudden Paul Heyman just isn't with Cesaro anymore? I could see that too. It, it feels like they had Heyman around. They likes, they, they at the time liked Cesaro didn't want to turn him face thought that Heyman could we could use him to keep Brock around and also push Cesaro but they didn't really do that probably better off Cesaro is without being a Paul Heyman guy let well, him, he would, let him he find would, his own way again he would have been better off if they had turned him face at the Andre the Giant Battle Royal yeah probably and mm-hmm. and, and the th- thing is now he looks like such a dork looking back to if you knew that Daniel Bryan was going to be as injured as he was and CM Punk was definitely not coming back you, That's the time you light the fire, yeah. You probably I mean, should have uh, had if you Cesaro had that, be a big baby face. Yeah, if you had that foresight, sure. But even even then, you know, when, when you're reading, hey, we don't want to give him this this title because it'll it's like an albatross around people's neck. And now, you, now there's talk, hey, we're going to give him the title in this other battle royale. And you read the story in this week's Observer about how they purposely cooled him down because, hey... We don't have plans for him to be one of the top three faces. We have Sheamus as number three. As if Sheamus effing matters to anybody. And, and, and you're just like, you have him hot. 
change your stupid plan and get going on this. Yeah. Oh, he might overshadow Roman Reigns' push a little bit because he's better in the ring. I mean, it's it's the most ridiculous thing to me that that you have a guy who's red hot and you go, no, no, we're not quite ready for you to be this hot. Let's have you trade wins with Kofi effing Kingston who and and have you get 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 a manager who's a great mouthpiece but he's never going to talk about you man that that's a that's a phenomenal idea i'm so mad about that i don't know why sounds like it jeez well it's just it's it's it goes a little bit back to my punk anger mm-hmm. in in that in that well we have plans and even if you're ready for this big push or you're ready for that well that's not in the plans right now and we can't possibly change those plans until we have to change those plans due to injury or last second whatever and then it always feels last second when they do things and they have their ways of you know they give you the toe in the water championship where they don't really make you a big deal holding the championship because, well, they just want to see how you're doing, but they don't book you strong, so you never really get over as champ. And and it's it's frustrating to watch guys, and, and it goes to the Kenta thing. Guys, you were watching that were very, very talented, even on other WWE properties such as NXT, and, oh, man, can't wait for them to get to the main roster, and then you watch what they do to them on the main roster, and you go, feh. Is that it? You know, the same with Ziggler. Ziggler and and now a little bit with, and I'm sure we'll get to this very, very soon, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. In fact, we will. We'll let's go into uh we'll do our battleground predictions. Um we'll go match by match, and this way we can talk about the build up to each one because we're gonna pretty much hit over everything by going through battleground. So we'll give our okay. predictions, talk about what's been going on. Uh, before we get to Battleground, though, because this won't play a part really in the show, um, any thoughts on Fearless Nikki Bella and Stephanie McMahon? Stephanie McMahon just singling out poor Nikki for what her sister did just won't let it go. What do you think about Nikki Bella? <laughs> what do I think about Nikki Bella? Or what do I think about a McMahon holding a grudge? Um, <laughs> uh, she's the least talented of the two bellas in my opinion i think she's been all right in this um she comes she's out all, happy go lucky she, she's all right in this but it's another authority versus she, yeah she comes out happy go lucky so happy go lucky in every single segment you know when everyone knows she's just about to be fucked and not in a good way and stephanie mcmahon comes out and she's just this uh you know snarky you got this grudge against the Bellas. I, Giant Amazon rat you, face showing her teeth. Oh, wait, what? Sorry. Do you see? Ste- I think Stephanie is beautiful, Jeff. How dare you? How, oh, what? I, think she's, I think she's beautiful when she's not performing. Um. Uh, okay, I think she's great. Either way, I think Stephanie McMahon is awesome. Please hire me. Um, Continue. I will uh, ask you this. Do you see... Stephanie McMahon actually wrestling against one or both of the Bellas? Or do you see some other type of uh, payoff to this angle eventually? Because I got to figure something's coming to a head at SummerSlam in relation to this. I'm not exactly sure what that is yet. I think she's involved somehow. I do. I think I think it's, it'll be if you can... <laughs> 
if you can beat me in a match, you get your sister gets her job back. Oh, but here are my partners or or whatever. And eventually she gets the pin due to miscommunication on Stephanie. So Okay. I do. Okay. I think Steph I think Stephanie is Some type uh, of match then. Stephanie's g- getting in a match, but I think they're going to cover up for the fact that she hasn't worked in so long with possibly another wrestler or two. Hopefully not Rosa Mendez, but possibly, you know, your Alicia Fox, your Cameron, your your lay cool version 2.0. Something like that. If you've never seen Stephanie McMahon wrestle, remember, you can go back and search Stephanie McMahon matches <laughs> on the WWE Network library, available for only $9.99 per month. And you can watch it on your TV, tablet, smartphone, or computer. What a great value for less than 10 bucks a month. Yeah, enjoy that crappy search function that gives you about 50% of the... I'm going to go on to the network right now. I'm going to go on here and see what comes up when I search for Stephanie McMahon. Backstage antics with the Macho Man? Um, Excuse me? Nothing. Never been proven. You're right. Never been proven. Stephanie. With her father? McMahon. Find. The first thing. It's not Mac. It's M-C. McMahon. All right. I learned the McMahon's name from Gerald Briscoe, so calm down. This... The first thing that comes up for Stephanie McMahon, episode 272 of what? I don't know because it doesn't say. Uh, this week, R-Truth teams with Xavier Woods to take on Rybaxel in a rematch for main event. So I'm going to guess this is Superstars. Um, <laughs> I don't know exactly how this relates to Stephanie McMahon. She appears. Oh, there is a, let's see. Raw return. Ooh, it's the Raw from England this year back in May. Raw returns to London, and the photo is Stephanie McMahon doing the yes chance to Daniel Bryan's music in Titantron. I don't see any pay-per-view matches, though, on the first. Oh, my God, there's so many pages. Ooh, the last thing that comes up is episode 309 of Raw. The Ministry of Darkness prepare a night of blissful matrimony between Stephanie McMahon and The Undertaker. Who the, save, wanna... the, the saving grace of that is you can see just how bad Stephanie was before and how she's basically Meryl Streep now in comparison. Who else can we search for? Don't. This is not thrilling radio. I don't know. I mistyped Muhammad Hassan on purpose and no results came up. Oh, well. Type in Benoit. See if that... No? I still believe nothing comes up for Chris Benoit. What about if I search for... Hmm. Kozlov... Triple H versus Vladimir Kozlov comes up. Phenomenal. Yes. It says triple threat match, yet I don't see a third person in the ring, so maybe that's something else. I don't know. Uh, But that is the WWE Network. That is Nikki Bella and Stephanie McMahon. So now we go into the actual Battleground show. Yes. We we open with another Divas program. Coming to head in the pre-show, big kickoff match coming at you live on the network. Cameron versus Naomi. Um, I thought Naomi was great on commentary on main event. No one saw it. Nope. But Cameron was, Cameron was wrestling. Okay. And Naomi's on commentary being super serious. Like she's this heartbroken best friend. Like her friend has changed. She doesn't know how to reach her anymore. So she's giving up and it's unfortunate for her. 
and she just has to beat some sense into her coming up at Battleground. Um, I think the storyline is good going into this match. I don't think anyone cares. I'm going to go with Naomi for the victory. And the fact that it's on the pre-show is pretty common because you do have the Divas title match on the actual show. Uh, But yeah, Naomi and Cameron, I'm going to go with Naomi getting a win here and um, possibly Naomi moving on. I don't know. They they might do a big women's shindig at SummerSlam. I'm not sure. But uh, Naomi getting the win. What about you? You know, it would have been just enough to have Naomi explaining all that and how there's tension and all those other things without having Cameron applying makeup on the apron. When, when well, in, you know, two she's, weeks ago on Raw, she she was doing that. She's conceded. She's doing it to prove a point that she doesn't care about Naomi anymore. So and kinda, she's and she's jealous. Uh, they didn't do that on main event. I'm going back into my main event notes to find out what exactly the match was. But um, yeah, no, I, I think Naomi has certainly been better in this feud in that one night getting over the match. Not my point. Not my point. Just What's just your point. Just the, the, they could have like the just yeah. The visual just it makes it makes me feel like a moron for watching wrestling Man. at times. You know what the match was on main event that I'm talking about here? Uh, no. Cameron versus Emma. Hmm. Emma wrestled on main event. Steal I was stunned. From Walmart because I'm watching this show now. Because uh, I do a quick recap on VoicesOfWrestling.com. Plug. What are you going to do? I was stunned when I heard the music. I'm like, oh, she's back. I don't know why I'm stunned. Like, I mean, literally in the grand scheme of things, nothing happened. And and she's back and she's wrestling on main event. Guess who got the win here? Uh, Emma. Emma did. Emma Emma pinned Cameron with an inside cradle. We're sorry about that whole firing you for... Because Cameron, you see... (laughs) Cameron was cocky in this match. Ah. She's the bomb.com after all. And she was so cocky that she wasn't focusing on Emma as a cocky person is prone to do. Mm. And Emma got the win here. Naomi on commentary. Of course, we mentioned after the match, Cameron beat up Emma. Naomi ran in for the save. A nice little plug for this match. On main event. And I yeah. guess it's fitting that they plugged it on main event because you're going to watch it on the network. So why not watch the buildup on the network? True. And I think it's eventually leading to probably a couple of tag team matches. Once the AJ page split actually happens and Cameron teams with page and becomes black Irish, I guess. I haven't quite decided if Santino retiring no selling that, huh? Okay, continue. No, I'm not, I'm not selling. I, you know, I mean, the right. listeners can sell how they wish. <laughs> I don't know yet if Santino retiring is good for Emma or bad for Emma. On one hand, I think it's bad for her that, okay, Santino was getting TV time and he was in all these plugging, you know, commercial product placement little segments. So at least Emma could get on TV. But on the other hand, I think it's a good thing because Emma could be her own person and maybe actually have a storyline for her with another diva. No, so, Emma's, uh, get, Emma's getting matched up with the next neck next in the queue for the comedy mid card, and that's probably Adam Rose. Adam Rose and Emma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well. Whatever. I hope it's a good thing for her. D- despite she's a little Emma, cutie. despite Emma being very, very talented in the ring, she's a little sweetheart. She's a sweetie pie. 
I hope Emma goes places. Except, except for Walmart. Except for Walmart. Yes. Because right. only trouble can come from that. Uh, we roll right into the main show. And what a main show this is. Uh, okay. We talked about Jack Swagger and Rusev. Time to put the prediction down. I'm going to go with Rusev on this one because it's not time to beat him. I know you mentioned maybe a double count out or some like non-winner finish here, which very well could happen if they're going to keep going into SummerSlam. Uh, but I'll go ahead and pick a winner here. I'm going to say Rusev. Do you want to stick with your count out finish? Um, no. I'm going to go with Swagger by DQ. How, what and, type of DQ? Is it Rusev is just going to beat him up to a pulp? Is, nah, let, is Lana going to get in? Is uh, Lana, Lana interferes and then it leads to something like a flag match or something dopey like that SummerSlam. They are going to do a flag match, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're going to do and a flag I, and, match. And, and I just don't see them beating Rusev. I think he's he's being built up for Cena. Absolutely. Eventually. Yeah, they, they don't beat Rusev here. They but, but they but they but they but they want to kind of protect Swagger here, so it's going to be one of those wonky finishes where maybe Lana gets, you know, gets caught going in the ring with a shoe and they DQ, and Swagger gets beat down, but he still gets the win, so they play the music and get the pop, but it sets up the rematch for SummerSlam. All righty, I want to ask you a question again. Go for it. It's about the next match that we're going to predict: mm-hmm. the Divas Championship. AJ Lee going up against Paige. Question, is there a heel and a follow-up? If so, who is it? Oh, Paige is being inauthentic and AJ sees right through it. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Why is this so confusing for some people? It's because they don't usually do this subtle on WWE programming, but it's one of those things where AJ goes, hey, I used to be the crazy chick. I used to pull this crap. I know what it is. And Paige, in her promo when AJ came back, specifically admitted to pulling the wool over AJ's eyes the night she won the title, admitting that she was indeed ready and she tricked AJ. That's a heel move right there. Yeah. Then you have Paige, who lost her title, trying this new thing of being the best friend so she can get it back and pull the wool over AJ's eyes again. To me, this is not confusing. I've talked to so many people who don't know who the heel is and think that it's actually AJ. They're they're gonna do Mickey James Trish 2.0. I mean, I don't get, I, maybe maybe I'm crazy and maybe we're gonna be proven wrong on Sunday, but I don't see how. I, I think it's pretty clear here that AJ is the face and Paige is the heel. But what I don't think is clear is if they make the cementing of the heel turn during the match or after the match. Like I'm torn on who I have winning this one because. In one way, I can see Paige winning with heelish maneuvers to get the title back, and then they build up an AJ rematch at SummerSlam. But I can also see them having a true wrestling match. AJ gets the win, and then Paige goes you know, full on heel. Maybe attacks AJ with a weapon or just beats her up from behind, and, and that's the way they build up a rematch. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I, I got a third scenario, and this is what I was thinking, is that AJ and Paige have a fairly clean match. Until at one point, Paige gets so frustrated she can't pin AJ that she starts using heelish tactics, but AJ still overcomes them. And then, I mean, it, it, it's obvious by the end of the match that Paige has gone heel, and then she just cements it after the match. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so uh, AJ AJ retains. You have AJ retaining. I have Paige winning the title. I'm going to go that way. I'm fully expecting to be wrong. Finally. Um, I'm fully expecting it, but I'm going to go with Paige. One, so that if Paige wins, I take the lead because I think the rest of the show is pretty predictable. Um, But yeah, I I could see them doing the the full-on heel turn because what's pro wrestling? The baby face making a chase at the title. Make AJ a clear baby face. You got the four weeks of build up until SummerSlam. Uh, Do your rematch there and see what happens. I don't know. That that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Paige. If I keep talking about it, I'll probably change my mind. So we'll move on to the next one. The tag team titles in a rematch of 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 a rematch. This it's is like, going to be goodness. Best of three falls. It's no gimmicks. It's not one fall is this type of match. One fall is this other type of match. Just best of three falls. The tag team titles. The Usos going up against Eric Rowan and Luke Harper of the Wyatt family. Is this the night, Jeff, where the Wyatt family finally win the heavyweight tag team wrestling championships of the world? Yes. It's about time, right? God. Well, it's... It's about time something different happens. This is my... Whatever it may be. This was my problem two weeks ago. It's like, why are these guys still wrestling each other week after week after week if, if... if they're going to finally have a blow off at a special network event or whatever the hell we're calling it, you know, it's like get them away from each other for a while, but then you realize, well, we only got two other teams, right? Baxwell and gold dust, stardust, dust, dust, whatever the dust brothers, you know, and, and instead of, you know, instead of having like the Usos face Heath Slater and Titus O'Neil on raw, we're getting, we're getting, more of this and we've seen it and it's good. I mean, the match two weeks ago was pretty darn good. I thought, but there's a certain uh, familiarity breeding contempt with me right now. And I, I, I want to see these two teams move on to something else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get, give it to the, give it to the Wyatts. I think probably the Wyatts, when it's one fall piece going into the third, there's chicanery. Maybe there's, maybe there's a Bray interference within there. I don't see Bray interfering this match specifically to make sure that you have, you know, even odds. I think the Harper and Rowan team needs to win with even odds this time. Uh, Bray's in his own thing with Jericho. So keep him out of this one. Well, I was saying it might bleed into that match next. And it very well could. Um, Okay. I would like to see them kind of just win on their own. Because they're a heel team. If you want baby faces to be making a credible chase at it, whether it's the Usos or the Gold Dust and Rhodes uh, team coming up, whether it's anyone, um, give them a clean win here. And it's best two of the three, two out of three falls. So obviously, I think they're going to lose one of the falls. Just yeah. give them a give them a clean win. Why not? The Usos well, have been I, running I think, clean like th- crazy. Yeah, I think they get a clean win on on their first fall, but that second fall, because they're heels, and because we have to be obvious that they're heels, I think it's due to chicanery in some way. I don't know how, okay. but uh, I do think yeah. the Wyatts win. I have the Wyatts winning, too, on this one. So, uh, so far, I believe we only differ right now on the AJ Lee and Page match, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I thought we differed on... Um, do we differ? Rus- on- Ru- Rusev. You have Rusev. Oh, that's Swagger. right. You have... Uh, you have swagger by DQ. That's right. Yes, I mm-hmm. forgot. 
Um, the reason I forgot is because I think it's completely ridiculous to think Swagger's going to win. No, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm just kidding. Uh, next match, another one I'm looking forward to more than the main event, even though the push has been, I think, completely cold the last Wait, two Wait, hold on. I need to double back for a moment. Is, double Rusev, back. Doing, is Rusev doing an undefeated streak? Yes. <sighs> Never mind. Rusev wins. Oh, changing it up. There's a couple to. of undefeated I, I forgot, streaks I for, right now. I forgot about that. I forgot that they were giving him an undefeated streak. Yeah. I, well, gimmick. I mean, not so much the streak gimmick. He's just never been beaten. And right, they keep but, bringing but, it up. But, but they bring it up. Yes. So if they bring it up, then... He's not yeah. losing his first match to Jack Swagger. Well, not clean, no. But, you know, too much ass kicking. <laughs> or, or you know, manager interference. Like, you know, I could have seen that. But could. if they if, if they if they've been playing up the... The he hasn't been beaten yet in the WWE, not necessarily a streak, but he hasn't been beaten yet, then they're not going to do that here. Okay. Okay, continue. Sorry. Even though he has been beaten, he lost the Royal Rumble. Yeah, but that only counts for the Battle Royal later. Well, both undefeated streak gimmicks, because we talk about Bo Dallas, too, who's going to be in this Intercontinental Battle Royal later on. Uh, Mm -hmm. Bo Dallas has an undefeated streak, even though he's lost... A couple of times yes, on TV. And there's an interesting twist to that, but we'll get to that. We will. We'll but first, before that, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins in a singles grudge match. Dean Ambrose is hurt. Seth Rollins has the money in the bank and has been extremely cocky. And no one knows he, where he stands with the not uh, only authority. Is he, not only is he hurt, he has friends who won't go look for him or can't find him. We don't know that. We don't. It was never shown on TV. Or at least aren't terribly uh, nostalgic about their partnership, even though they got both got beat up by chairs. So what Jeff is talking about, the main event of this week's Raw was supposed to be Dean Ambrose, John Cena, and Roman Reigns going up against Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, and Kane, who is back to being Kane, at least for now. The Demon Kane! I, he, they did not really push the Demon Kane on mo- Monday. Maybe I just completely missed it, but I thought they were calling him Kane an awful lot. They were calling him Damone Cane. Oh, okay. Yes, absolutely. I understand that. Uh, (laughs) So the opening segment, Dean Ambrose is backstage, even though his partners are in the rinks. Dean Ambrose, you know, he's a, he's a lone wolf. He's a wild card. We hope. Apparently his, his hidden secret spots have been compromised because Randall Keith Orton, Kane and Seth Rollins all found out where he was and beat him up. While John Cena and Roman Reigns, presumably stayed in the ring, but we don't know. They could have ran off and tried to find him and just didn't get there in time. But Dean Ambrose was beaten up, taking a uh, curb stomp from Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's Dean Ambrose. He was put out. All never to be seen again on this Monday's Raw. He is on SmackDown this week. Yes, what a beatdown where you end up back the the same week. It's all right. I mean, it's four days later. It's entertainment. It's four days later. You take a curb stomp. You're going to be out for several weeks. Come on. I liked the uh, cool hand Luke ishness of the character where he's like getting beat down and they tell him to stay down. And he's like, is that all you got? I thought that was cool. Um, The Dean Ambrose character in the ring is interesting to me because, because I don't know if he's doing this on purpose, but he'll do the weird brawling and almost, you almost expect him to do like small digit manipulation. Type of thing where he's like twisting a pinky to try and get a submission, but then he'll pull out like a classic wrestling move after doing a series of brawling moves. Like the figure four just comes out of nowhere 
you know, and I don't know if that's on purpose where it's just like, okay, brawl, brawl, brawl. Here's a classic wrestling move, brawl, 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 classic wrestling move. But I find it cool about the character now. I, yeah, I think it's this guy who who's brawling and brawling when he sees fit. But when he sees a hold that can be applied, he knows it's going to work. So he goes for it. That said, if, if I, I think the beatdown leads to nothing, but if it would lead to him becoming a lone wolf type character who has no problem, you know, if it eventually leads to a shield three way that we thought we were going to get, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah, we could I'm eventually all, I'm also, get that. I'm also going to go out on a limb and say by this time next year, that Dean Ambrose and Luke Harper have probably tag teamed once or twice since they both have wife beaters and jeans on and one's clean and one's dirty. They and got the both, look. And they're both doing weirdo type gimmicks. I'm I'm thinking they'll, they'll eventually make them a team. It's going to happen, Jeff. I were, think so. Were you the one that brought up the, uh, the gimmick where Dean Ambrose wears the clothes when they get dirty, he gives them to Luke? <laughs> no, but that's brilliant. Someone came up with that. I forget who it was. I may have been talking to someone while we were in Vegas for the uh, F4W convention. Um, someone came up with this idea where Dean, they show it. Dean Ambrose is wearing all his clothes. Once they get dirty, he gets new clothes and Luke takes the old ones. And that's why they're always dirty. Just wears them secondhand. It, it, hand-me-downs to the younger brother and Ambrose is yeah. secretly a Wyatt. So who, who wins this one? Dean Ambrose or Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins. I'm going to go Rollins too. Um, this is the match though, where I really think there could be some type of DQ or some type of wacky finish. Um, cause I think they're going to rematch in some form at SummerSlam. And we can say that about a lot of the matches on this show. I think they may put the briefcase up for SummerSlam, but they I think well Roll- Rollins will still win. I, I, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a wonky finish. I think it's going to be, uh, okay. clean. It's going, well, it might be clean with like feet on the ropes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they're going to want to keep Rollins strong, and they have they have Ambrose slotted lower than the fans want him to, so he's in that kind of Ziggler, Daniel Bryan position. But nevertheless, this is their this is their picnic. We're just eating there. Bray Wyatt and Chris Jericho in a singles match. Chris Jericho flat out uh, basically said on Raw, "Hey Bray, why are you beating me up?" Oh, well, I'm going to beat you up. So this this angle is based on Bray Wyatt just uh, wanting to, sh- you know, shut down legacies. and Oh, is it? Something like okay. that. And what'd you get out of the promo on Raw? It's a dumb program. That's <laughs> It doesn't really mean anything. Chris Jericho has followers, and Bray Wyatt wants to make sure that Chris Jericho knows those followers are his now. Okay, that's... Yeah. Chris Jericho, hey, Bray Wyatt basically said, hey, I'm getting better reactions than you. That's what he basically said. Yeah, like all the fans that you used to, you come back and look for the pity of these fans. Well, those fans are my fans now. And I'm going to show you on Sunday that people are in for the new and they're done with the old. It's a okay. Bray Wyatt situation now. Yeah. I just, and you know what? I should be more. I should be more excited about this than I am. And I should I'm be not. too. I should be and more excited about Ambrose and Rollins too, for the same reason. No, no, but. Ambrose and Rollins. I'm I'm hyped about just for the in ring. I'm I'm hyped for the in ring, but I should be more. I mean, this should be the real main event of the show to me, right. and I'm more excited for Swagger and Rusev. I don't feel a lot of heat with this Jericho wide angle, despite absolutely because it's just out of nowhere. It's 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 guys. It's it's Jericho being wacky. You you kind of wasted Mrs. Comeback. 
on this, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but at the same time, why waste a return like that? And I'll go into Mrs. Repackaging if you want later. I I disagree vehemently with what they did, but nevertheless, um, Bray or uh, see, I could see this one going into SummerSlam too. Oh boy. Uh, I'm going to go the easy route and say Bray Wyatt. I'm going to go the easy route because I think it's going to happen. Bray Wyatt um, beating Chris Jericho. Uh, I, I, on the other hand, could see Chris Jericho winning the first one. Because again, we've established that Bray Wyatt isn't so much about winning matches as he is about shutting out legacies. That's what the whole Cena program was about. And Bray Wyatt lost most of those matches. Um, So yeah, I could see Jericho winning the first one if they repackage. We can't rematch every single one of these matches at SummerSlam as much as I think they might. Uh, I'll I'll go Bray Wyatt. Well, you you have something new on top. You don't necessarily, the rest of the card won't matter because you'll have Cena and Brock. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see Bray Wyatt winning this one. Uh, whether they do a rematch again at SummerSlam, I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll go with Bray Wyatt on this one because I think it's a safer pick. Yeah, and unfortunately, Chris Jericho just they continue this. I still think it's more internal than anything is that Chris Jericho can help create new stars. And I'm not certain he has that kind of heft. I mean, Fandango isn't lighten the world on fire. But he's not. But he has it, a chance it, it to. Feels like it, it feels like a demotion for Bray Wyatt, but, you know, what if Bray kicks his butt? I have no problem with it. The next battle, speaking of Fandango lighting the world on fire, he has a chance on Sunday to do just that by winning the Intercontinental Championship in a 20-man battleground battle royal for poor Bad News Barrett's vacant intercontinental championship Uh, a lot of guys in this match a lot of guys who have no shot to win there are a few guys that i think could win i before i go with my off the wall prediction on this one i want to get your thoughts on it how excited are you for this match and who do you think is going to pull it out and be the intercontinental champion of south and north america well, they've announced 19 people, right? There's a surprise entrance. I'm going to count. While you are talking about this match, I will count the number of entrants and get back to you. Thank you. Well, I think they're going to use this battle royal to set up a bunch of mid-card feuds that, once again, nobody's going to care about uh, necessarily. Uh, I, too, have an off-the-wall prediction. There are Before you give the prediction, because I don't know if this will sway it at all, there are indeed 20 men announced. Hmm. Would you like me to list all 20? No. Because, um, because by the way, Diego of the Matadors fame is in this match. But Fernando is not. Not a big ABBA fan, I guess. Um, sorry. Or Billy Crystal. Oh, I, Lady see, I, Gaga. I, see, I, I, I just think Big Show somehow ending up in this thing. I don't think he wins, necessarily. Um... But I, th- I, I, for some reason, I see Big Show ending up in this battle royal. I think they're going to use it to set up certain feuds. I think Miz and uh, Sheamus, because now apparently Vince thinks Miz has a great gimmick with this not in the face thing that they stole from NXT, much like the Matadorias stole Ole Ole Ole. 
Um, yeah, before we go on, anything can happen. Because as we saw with the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal, just because you're announced for this match doesn't mean you're actually going to be in it. Uh, we saw that with the Royal Rumble, too. I believe for uh, Fandango, if I'm not mistaken, was announced for it and wasn't in it. Maybe Wade Barrett, one of those. Um, Wade Barrett. Yeah, so it's certainly who knows what's going to happen. I don't know if Big Show is done filming his movie yet, but uh, yeah, he's probably going to come back at any time. And this would be a, certainly an OK spot for him to come back. Unless, of course, he's not winning it, then maybe you hold off his return. For the record on Miz, I think they blew something by not totally repackaging him and making him Hollywood, which would have been great. Well, um, I mean, he's, I mean, he's I know Hollywood he Miz a, now. He has a limited run, I get that, but but to kill him in the first night, and all they did with his, even with his Titan charm, was they added, basically, they added the green... Uh, preview screen and then clips they, from the from the rocks. Yeah, old they added drive. they added the rock open, the rock open from from downtown L.A. That's yep. all they did, and it's just awesome. It's like and and the clothes are still the same. Everything about him is still the same. It's just, it was just a lost opportunity, in my opinion. Everything's the same. I I hate that. I mean, that was short sighted. You wanted to have the surprise of Chris Jericho's return, so it made yeah. sense to do the angle with Miz, but that was pretty short sighted. And then they blow off the Miz Jericho thing, which could have gone on for a month or so, right there. So it's like, hey, whoop do because we want to put him with the Wyatt so he's we gotta get from A to B and screw you Miz um why er uh Barrett's gonna be there to present the belt which makes me think he attacks the winner yes um it's actually part of the re well who injured him was it Curtis Axel who was it that injured this guy was it uh Trying to remember who it was. Was it Swagger? Yeah, it was Swagger. It was Swagger. Okay. Well, that's out then. I thought he might have present had to present it to the guy who did injure him. Right. Oh, that. But I mean, they go, see the, the easy pick here is Cesaro, and I don't think they're giving it to Cesaro. I don't know if the easy pick is Cesaro. I know a lot of people are predicting him to win. A lot of people are also predicting Sheamus. Uh, no. If they want to combine the titles, belt? no, yeah. they're not going to do that because because they have such a bloated roster that they need the two belts because they'll think it'll mean something. I think Bo Dallas wins. Okay, I, I yeah. think because I think because they mentioned his streak on there and said if he loses, he loses the streak. I don't think I don't think Bo loses just yet. I think I think I think this streak also goes on for a while. I think. I think he probably ends up throwing out certain guys. And remember, Bo Dallas did. Uh, did call out uh, um, Barrett yes. at one point, and I think they, they make that connection. I think Barrett whacks him with the title and says, I'm afraid I got some bad news. I'm back or something to that effect. And they can get back to their feud from a couple of years ago post-Royal Rumble. Oh, God. Um, Don't ever remind me of that again. There are four guys who I think have a realistic shot to win this match. Bo Dallas, mm-hmm. Sheamus, mm-hmm. Cesaro, mm-hmm. and Dolph Ziggler. You don't think the Miz? I don't think the Miz can win this one. Okay. All right, five guys. The Miz. There are two guys. I would. I was choosing. Oh, uh, Dolph. For. Dolph Ziggler ain't winning. Calm this down. Thing. I like Dolph. Relax. All right. Take a step back. I'm gonna go have a beverage. <laughs> there are two guys I've been going back and forth with on this match, for my prediction. Bo Dallas. And Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I watched main event a couple of weeks ago and Dolph Ziggler did this promo um, from a, he was on the ladder. I think this was whatever ladder match he was doing at money in the bank. I'm not sure. Oh, I saw this one. This was a good promo. I it was a good it. promo. 
I don't know what it is, but at some point, I think they're just going to go for, maybe they're going to go for the surprise because no one expects Ziggler to win. They have him with these two females now. Whether that's going to be long-term or short-term, who knows. I just feel like at some point, they're actually going to do something with him. Like, I feel it's coming. It's not just one of those where, oh, they should do something with him. I feel like they're primed to do something with him soon. And if you're going to do that, why not have him win this match? So I've been going back and forth between Bo Dallas because I think you're right. I think, you know, for what they've been saying on commentary and the fact that the crowd is responding to him, I thought this was probably the idea to to single him out. Um, I'm predicting Dolph Ziggler, though. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Dolph Ziggler wins this match, wins the title, feuds with Fandango over it. Maybe he feuds with Bo Dallas over it. Uh, When Wade Barrett comes back, maybe that's a program, Dolph Ziggler and Wade Barrett. I don't know. Uh, But I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler. Fair enough. I mean, I'm I'm hoping, part of me hopes you're right, because that means, wow, we can't deny it anymore that people want Dolph Ziggler to succeed. Uh, My my very, very off-the-wall thought was Alberto Del Rio to try and heat him back up somehow. I just really think Alberto Del Rio is over. I think he's a lifelong mid-carder now just filling out the roster. Well, there's how we see him, and there's how they see That's him. That's true. So. That's absolutely true. Speaking but of, speaking Bo of Dallas how we is see my people, pick. Yeah, yeah. So, Bo Dallas is your pick. Uh, who was my pick? Oh yeah, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yes. Not Diego. Um, the main event of the evening, which let's count. I am excited for one, two, three. Uh, let's do four. I'm excited for four undercard matches more than I am for this main event. Uh, mm-hmm. The Divas title, the tag titles, Rollins and Ambrose, and Swagger and Rusev. Uh, I think I th- it's part of your ex- tempering of your excitement because you know what the SummerSlam main event well, is. That, maybe that's part of it. Although, I don't know if... That, even if I didn't know for the weeks that we've known that Lesnar and Cena is the SummerSlam main event, probably wouldn't still be that excited for it because, what? I mean, what are you going to do? You know, is Kane going to walk out as the champion? No. Is Orton going to walk out as the champion? Who cares? Uh, maybe you could have said that this might be the night they give it to Roman Reigns, but at the same time, I, I still think it's a little too early. Um, Sting drops from the rafters. Nice spin. No. Because <laughs> I'm not excited about Sting either. Um, Neither am I. John Cena is going to win here. Mm-hmm. He's going to. What the question is to me is, you know, on Raw on Monday... Seth Rollins offered to be the plan B if Orton or Kane didn't win. Triple H told Seth Rollins that he already has a plan B. And of course, everyone assumes that's Brock Lesnar. But later in the show, Paul Heyman shows up and says he had an offer for Triple H. So Brock Lesnar is not plan B. He's very likely plan C. But what- Okay, see, I, I took it as, yeah... Rollins is plan B, and then Lesnar is plan C. Well, yeah, Lesnar's plan C for sure. But Triple H told Rollins that, hey, we already have a plan B. Oh, did he? I, see, I didn't. I don't think. Uh, I think you might have misheard that. Nope, I didn't because I watched the show all the time. Okay, I thought maybe he was implying that Rollins was plan B. And boy, wouldn't that be a great politically charged nickname to call Seth Rollins. Plan B, Seth Rollins. Plan, plan B. He's here to abort your title. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if Rollins is going to try. Abort. Hmm. I can't no-sell that one. Oh, please don't. I thought it was brilliant. Continue. Um, yeah, so 
John Cena wins. I don't think we get a cash in on this one. I don't think Brock Lesnar appears on this show. I think he appears on the Raw the next night. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, your go or your uh, battleground pay per view is just going to end with John Cena reigning tall. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Roman Reigns. I have to figure he's not going to play into the finish. Um, maybe he and Orton kind of get you know brawl to the back or get taken out with those two because that's your SummerSlam match. I I, I don't know. Uh, but I got to figure John Cena beats Kane in the middle of the ring to continue his title reign. Now, I do like on Raw and the regular shows that um, they've been doing this thing with Kane and Randy Orton where they're not on the same page. Right. Because if they were on the same page, you would figure that, okay, let's take out Reigns. Let's take out Cena. Kane, you lay down and I will pin you. So we're going to have a true four-way match. We're not going to have any type of uh, shenanigans because Kane and Orton are not on the same page. So I like that they've at least talked about that. Because when I first heard this match, I'm like, okay, if if Kane's really hired by the authority to do whatever they want, why not just lay in the ring for three seconds? You know, I wouldn't be shocked if they did that spot real quick to, to begin with, and then Kane realizes he wants the title. But I, I think you're right. Um, yeah, no, John Cena pins Kane or makes him tap. I think at some point in the match, Kane starts beating on Randy Orton, and that gets a pop, and then I'll turn into a small program, maybe on Raw somehow. Uh, Roman Reigns is protected, but he doesn't win. I'm not a Roman Reigns guy. I I think he's still not comfortable talking. Oh, I don't think so either. I got... I, I wrote that you Roman know, Reigns... Triple, Triple H just put me in the, oh, uh, Yeah, he, he, had a, <laughs> he had a long pause where he wasn't quite sure what to say there. Um, yeah, he's overscripted. I didn't think his yeah. promo was very good. I thought it was forced. You I got, know what I do? I, I perceive and I attack. And it's like, shut up. I got lambasted <laughs> when I said his promo was forced. And I'm like, well, come on now. I mean, he couldn't remember his lines literally. It was definitely forced. Yeah, it was forced in the in the time when I mean the time the crowd started to warm up to him was was the, was when he kind of shot down John Cena. Does Kenta debut? No. <laughs> you don't know my question. It doesn't matter. He doesn't debut anytime soon. I'm done with Battleground. We've made our predictions. I'm done with it. Does he debut at SummerSlam? No. No. Does he? There's going to be an NXT special on the network. Okay. In what now? Maybe two months, a month and a half, some point? End of August, they say. End of August. Okay, so uh, we're pretty close. Maybe not. Uh, I was going to ask if Kenta debuts on that show. No. Okay. He has to learn the style. All right. And that's all. I mean, didn't have to shoot me down so much. Still waiting for Samurai Del Sol to be given a push. He is a lot smaller. I mean, maybe it's just because he's been wrestling smaller guys for years, but man, putting him on NXT TV, that guy is short. Teaming, t- teaming him with R- Ricardo Rodriguez ain't helping neither. Rodriguez is big. And and clumsy. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, he tries hard. I like him. Thank God he got into commentary or else he would have been on that cut list soon. Match him back up with Del Rio. They they're a good. They really should. They really should match him back up with Del Rio. They I mean, absolutely should. Or Sin Cara, uh, something, somebody. Probably more Del <laughs> more Del Rio. Oh, get rid of the Sin Cara character once and for all, please. I mean, let's just call that a failed experiment and move on. I have a guy for you that can 
I was never one for putting Hunico in Sin Cara. I thought Samurai Del Sol, if you're going to keep the Sin Cara yeah. character alive, could have done it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they got a guy coming in that could possibly play that character. Damn it. Kenta. Oh, God. Kenta as Sin Cara. Quang. No, stop. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Battleground. Uh, and that's your NXT future. I'm excited for Kenta coming in. John Kenta, the tsunami. I was thinking more like Ken Ta. Kenta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, why not? What are you going to do with his name? I think they're going to keep his name as Kenta. It won't be capitalized, but it's going to be Kenta. Uh, anything else from the world of WWE that you want to get into before we uh, wrap it up for this, the week of CM Punk's contract expiration? Maybe have Sakamoto. And he can beat up Sakamoto a bit. Nope. Because the ring calm tensai to electric boogaloo. Nope. Okay. None of that will happen. Oh, what uh Sting. Yes, Sting. Smart the... move to do that reveal in Richmond. Um Jim Crockett Promotions territory. Flair being on the card also helped. Uh I know a lot of people are talking. Ooh, where are you going to put him for WrestleMania for that match? And I got news for you. I think this is another, we see him different, or some people are seeing him different than I think the company sees him different. They see him as a property, maybe a mild mid-card nostalgia pop at best. I'd put him in with a tag match with The Undertaker, possibly. You know what? If you're going to do a match, yes. To to, to cover for both of their shortcomings. Sting and The Undertaker, yes. Yeah, and then you put him up against two flaky positive heels since these two guys come from the darkness you put them in with a Bo Dallas and maybe I don't know someone who's very very happy and saying you know cheer up or you know some 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 version of sweetness and like maybe Fandango Fandango and Bo Dallas how about that a lot of people I think are stuck with 1997 Sting and think he's going to be coming down from the rafters yeah first of all that that is not going to happen no, and, and a lot of people are thinking, well, you put him in the main event because he's a legend. Da, 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 da. I go, I don't think they view him as that strong he's, of a legend, and they don't need to put him ma- in the... No. The only guy you'd put him in there with that would do him any good if you were going to do a singles match of that caliber would be Triple H, because Triple H would lay down for him. WrestleMania would be a disaster if Sting's in the main event. That's one. Oh, no, 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 not a main event. Oh, I know. I, 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 I know. I know. High um, on the card, but I don't think he's going to be that high on the card. I think no, they, I think they can, team him with Undertaker. They let Undertaker go out with a win. He and, hasn't, you know, he hasn't been a main eventer of any significance since 1998. Unless you count TNA. No, I count TNA, and he hasn't been a main eventer of any significance. He didn't bound a glory, bound for glory against AJ Styles in the main event a couple years ago. I know he was in it. He was not a main event of any that significance. Was, that was the main event. It was of significance. I'm sorry. I, nah. I disagree with you. AJ Styles and Sting. Do you, do you think? I, I don't think anyone remembers it. That, I don't think any what, people no, bought the pay-per-view for, for it. Company, but for what for that company was doing, it was significant to them. It's significant to them. Yeah. Well, nothing in TNA is significant to anybody. So that's not, an, that's exactly. not a fair comparison. I think it's completely fair. No. It's probably the most fair comparison I've ever done. Oh God! Yes. I think I think it. This may be my best work. I yeah. still think they're. Oh, I still think they think that Sting has the cash to 
to be that big draw because it's a match nobody saw. And I got news for you. I don't I don't think they don't want see bring him in against the Undertaker, you don't want to bring him in as a heel, I don't think. I think people want to cheer Sting. I I, I certainly think you're right in the fact that they see him differently than what a lot of people do. I think they and, see him how we think uh, or we see them because uh, I see him the same way. I, I don't think you put him in a top level match at WrestleMania unless it is against the undertaker. And even oh, then I, I don't know how excited I am about it. Um, but I, what see him if, as a, I see him as a legit hall of famer and should be in certainly the, wrestling in the hall of fame. Hall. Yes. And, and he should be in the wrestling observer hall of fame in my opinion, but there are differing opinions about that. I, no, I see never, him in the WWE hall of fame. Easy. What I oh, think easy. though is what they would do before putting him in a match with the undertaker is I could see easily sting being a surprise entrant in like the Royal rumble. I, I don't have been the year to do that. I don't I mean, think they're going to increase a lot of buys. If you I can build hear, up a sting, man. unless you announce, okay, he will be in the Royal rumble. That might be a good idea. I don't even see them keeping sting around for WrestleMania necessarily. They could do this on a survivor series card easily in yeah. a couple months. I, sure. I just don't, I don't, I mean, I just don't think they see, I mean, then they put him in the hall of fame for WrestleMania. Yeah. Heck, they could they could always do Sting Flair for all I know, but uh. yeah, I, I see him going in the Hall of Fame this year in California. Um, yeah, I don't know if you'd want to do a singles match with the Undertaker for that reason. First of all, yeah. what does the Undertaker mean? They're what does gonna, Sting mean? They're not going to do a match with a guy going into the Hall of Fame on the same year. That's well, they've, just they've, they've done it weird. before, have they? Yes, Ric Flair. Wow. Yeah. Well, no. Well, that was Ric Flair and the Horseman, right? Or no, am I thinking well, it was, different? No, it was Ric Flair. Okay, you're right. Yeah, right. went in the Hall of Fame, then he had his re- retirement, which would effectively be, not that it's going to mean as much, but the same situation with Sting, because there's no way Sting wrestles for WWE after WrestleMania. No. So uh, you could easily do, okay, this is, you know, Sting's going in, then he's having his retirement. It very well may be Sting and The Undertaker's retirement match if they both wrestle each other. Or they could be a tag team. There's a lot of options you have. I just don't know if I'm excited about any of them. Would you put them in the Rumble to lose? Yeah. No. I mean, why you bring, you know, he's, you bring Mick Foley in to lose at a Royal Rumble. What are you going to do? Now, the reason why it's special, hold on, hold uh, on, hold on, hold on. The reason why it's special is because he's never wrestled in WWE before. But that specialty, that novelty is going to wear off by the time the first bell hits to start the match. Well, that novelty is also the strike against him. I, I can see in the back rooms I'm going. Nobody knows who Sting is. Yeah. Other other than other than old people that we're not gearing for. These new fans don't know who he is. Mid card match, maybe with the Undertaker. Although at the same time, you bring that up. You know, Sting is an Attitude Era guy, not for WWE, but for WCW. He's certainly a guy who he might be able to bring some fans who haven't watched in a while back for one show. No, these are all good points. I just don't. Here, I have it. Sting versus Carlito. WrestleMania. I could, you know what? I could see like a multi-man tag match too. You know, you're Sting, Undertaker, Whoever versus the authority, Sting becomes GM if he if their team wins or some dumb crap like that. Yeah, it's certainly too far to find out what's going to happen. It's with it's that, full of possibilities, but possibilities. I think but I think people are overselling some. Oh of the yeah. Possibilities. Oh, absolutely. That, that, that's that's my main takeaway from the Sting thing. 
Battleground is this Sunday on WWE Network. I will be watching. I assume you will be watching, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I may not watch live, but it will be watched. It will be viewed at some point. And surely to be the most viewed program on WWE Network next week. We will talk about the fallout next week and what is likely going to be the return of Brock Lesnar. And uh, we'll find out who the new Intercontinental Champion is. We will find out who the heel is in the Page AJ program. There's a lot of stuff we're going to find out on Sunday. You know what? This is a show that's going to answer a lot of questions. One is going to be, are we having a show next week? That'll be awesome. We'll do a show next week. <laughs> Who knows what day it'll be after delay after delay. You may, have a, you may have a new co-host, so if you get a call from an unrecognizable number, answer it. Oh, okay. I, I thought I might have to get some recording equipment or something to that effect and Re- put it through a compressor. Yes, record your, uh, record your stuff, and then I'll post mine in later, and we'll act like we're having a conversation. Um, Great. We'll, we'll be like Sissical and Ebert. Continue. Well, I don't know if I want to be either one of those guys. You want to be Siskel. Ebert's a jerk. Well, they're both dead. Mm, true. Yeah. I would like to live. Um, on that note, on the death note, uh, we will see you all next week for another edition of Shake Them Ropes. 90% satisfaction rate. In the world of one wrestling podcast there is a new shining star with great interviews analysis music and and me matt coon on total engagement go to any podcast platform to listen today enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.